Welcome to Life, Love, and Hustle, the podcast that uncovers the story behind the stories of entrepreneurs, artists, and activists making an impact in their business, community, and the culture. Join us for these intimate conversations with ordinary people working to do extraordinary things and hear their journey through struggle, triumph, growth, and change. Now, here's your host, Chad Smith. Man, what is going on? It's your boy, Chad, here. And I'm here with the one and only, I'm here with Kia Phillips. And she is the co-founder of Glamorina, which is um, a lifestyle and gym apparel brand. Um, <laughs> it's blowing up in these streets. <laughs> yes. Blowing up in these streets. And uh, she's also a working mom uh, and one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my life. And... She also acknowledges that she's my friend in public, believe it or not. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> of course. Well, what's going on, Miss Kia? How are you doing today? I'm great, Chad. What's going on? Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Oh, of course. You were uh-huh. one of the first ones I thought about when I came up with the idea. So here we are. Oh, okay. So I'm the tester. That's, yeah, exactly. That's You're the test. If it succeeds well, or fails, it's 100% on you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure whatsoever, Kia. That's Don't okay. You'll pay it forward. Yeah, of course. You'll get me back later. So, all right. So, I've known you for a long time. How do we even meet? I can't even remember how we first met. Hmm. Was hmm. it at the? What, did I meet you through? Was it in the fitness world? Was it at One Life Gold's Gym? Wow. Definitely not Gold's Gym because I never, I, I have never worked out there. Yeah, it just seems like I've always known you. He <laughs> <laughs> just came out of nowhere. Yeah, it just came out of nowhere. Honestly, I can't remember. I well, really can't remember. So, um, Glam Marina, blowing yes. up. This is one of the hottest fitness brands in the world. So, tell us how it came about. Yes, Glam Marina. Um, Glam Marina is the ultimate athleisure brand for culturally conscious women. Um, so I came together with Nicole, the other co-founder back in 2015. So that's kind of when we started just within this, this idea that I wanted to create, you know, some type of clothing line. We didn't really know what we wanted to, wanted to do. So it was a lot of like trial and error in the first year, 2015, 2016. And we finally decided on the activewear brand. You know, Nicole and I, we were just like, at the time, you know, I started personal training a little bit and going to the gym, seeing what women like to wear and then going to, to buy, you know, activewear. And I just like, when I would go in the stores or, you know, back in the day, it wasn't so much online shopping, but going into the stores, I never felt like I saw the women that look like me. You know, I didn't really see a lot of black women or women of color being represented in the activewear space. And so when we were, Nicole and I, thinking about what kind of, you know, collection did we want to create, it, I mean, I right away was just like, let's do activewear. Um, and that's kind of how we started. So our first collection we launched in 2017. So how many collections have you had since then? Five collections. We're five collections in. So our first collection, the Kente collection that debuted 2017, and we've been, um, launching a new collection every year since, except for this year, 2023. We haven't um, launched a new line. We've restocked last year's line just because Mm. it was 
so well received. A lot of our yeah. sold out and people, there was a demand for it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, we've been doing pretty well. So what's the old saying? If it's, uh, if it's working, don't fix it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so you've grown a good bit since then. What do you feel like, uh, what's propelling this growth? Mm, it's a lot. You know, when we first uh, launched our first collection, again, back in 2017, this collection was full of its leggings, sports bras, jackets, it's activewear. And, you know, and all of our advertisement and marketing and, you know, reaching out to our customers, our, our uh, marketing was black women. We had a variety. We really wanted to showcase the diversity of black women um, and the black community. You know what I mean? We wanted to have different sizes. So that's why we started, we, you know, we were dedicated to offering a small through 3X at least um, and different uh, skin tones because the, I feel like we both felt like the women that you would see, like the black women that you would see in activewear commercials or whatnot, um, you know, they were already fit or they were like racially ambiguous. So you, it's rare, like back in the day, you know, you didn't really see a lot of dark skinned women or, you know, women that didn't have a super uh, fit body, you know, just regular women. So that was, you know, something very, very important to us. Um, and it's always stuck that has those values have always stuck with us throughout the years. And that is really why we connect so well with our community and our customers. You know, we have some really loyal customers that have been purchasing from us since we launched our first collection. And we actually met one of them for the first time in New York. We had an event two weeks ago in New York, um, like a fitness cycling event. And we met one of our first time customers and she's been rocking with us. Her name is Aisha. She's up in New York. She's been rocking with us since day one. So wow. because I feel like our customers and our, our followers, they understand our values, which is really that we want to show black women in the activewear space. Black women work out. We do yoga. We meditate. You know, we're there. And now all of us don't look the same. So we, we, we want to make sure that everyone is represented. Yeah, that's dope. That's one thing that I do notice a lot in your marketing is you have a wide range of models. You don't mm -hmm. have the typical Under Armour campaign where everyone is like world class athletes right? Uh, or everyone kind of looks the same. I love the fact that I see a wide range of women in mm -hmm. your marketing pictures and, and your videos. And it's really cool to see. Um, and all of your all your marketing pictures, they look very professional and very well done who who do you have that uh that uh helps you with your with your with your branding and uh, mm -hmm. the actual imagery that goes into your ads mm. um honestly it's just nicole and i right now we're not we don't have a team at the moment so we've been in business again since 2000 15 and we have been pushing through and we're both mothers we both work full-time but we've created and developed Glamorina um, from start to right where we are right now, man, from the ground up. And it's it's been a lot. I mean, now we have hired for certain campaigns or like a launch party. We obviously have hired um, PR and things like that. A lot of great women, you know, female owned companies. Um, but, and then of course, photographers, there are times that Nicole and I are the photographer because you need that, you know, you need a lot of content. And so we're, you're not able to really schedule a bunch of photo shoots. We're still fairly a small business, so we don't have the money to 
um, hire a photographer, you know, every month. So obviously, Nicole and I, we do our own thing, too, in terms of capturing content throughout the week or the month. But um, yeah, we've we've just met a lot of great people, especially in the DMV area, models, photographers, you know, just a lot of um, creatives and aspiring, you know, young people that have that really want to go somewhere. And so um, we I think it was about two years ago, we had like an internship for photographers and, you know, we paid them a stipend and they could create content for Glamorina. Those that were like up and coming and just getting started. So, you know, it, it's been great. We've definitely been able to connect with different kinds of people to help us with the marketing. Um, but at the, you know, for the most part, it's just Nicole and I. Well, that's dope because you guys obviously do a great job. So um, the um, I guess the other thing is that you, is you touched on the fact that you're a mom. You know, you also work a full time job. And so I, being that the fitness space itself is a very competitive space. Now, when you niche it down to women, then you niche it down to black women. <laughs> like <laughs> what, what kind of, right. you know. Uh, how difficult was it or has it been to really establish a foothold in this competitive business? Mm. Um, I want to say, obviously, creating a business when we first started, you know, no one knows who you are when you first start. So um, really trying to connect with people. And, you know, obviously, it starts with our own friends and family and then really word of mouth. Um and honestly, the apparel and the clothing speaks for itself. Once people have purchased it, they raved about it. So we've turned that word of mouth to um, brand ambassador program and the affiliate program because, you know, we're just like, we have really um, serious diehard customers that just like really believe in us. They, they see that Nicole and I are mothers. And so obviously a parent is going to understand what that's like. Um, and then you're working again, we work our nine to five and they were running Glamorina at the same time, you know? Um, so I think that in the beginning, you didn't see a, a lot of like um, black owned activewear brands. It really, in terms of competition, no, we're not Nike or, you know, Lulu, Lululemon or what have you, but we are Glamorina and it's everything that we stand for. And then our products, it just stood out and so we we just naturally gained a pretty you know small following that continued to grow throughout these years, you know. Again, it's word of mouth. People have told people, and then they you know get the clothing, and then they're just like, "Wow, this is we love this." You know, you guys have different sizes. It feels good. I can wear these pieces out um, because we have a good mix and match of solid colors as well as African printed um, leggings and sports bras. So yeah, it's um. It's just been a blessing, <laughs> I have to say, in terms of getting in this in this space and in this market and having people trust you as a new brand. Well, I think I always like to say you can't be the next big sporting goods or you can't be the next Nike, but you can be the first Glamorina, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's next for the company? Wow, so many things. So this year, like I said, we did a restock, which has been great. We've been kind of partnering with um, other female-owned businesses. Like we partnered with um, a female-owned cycling center called Bikeland in Brooklyn, New York. And so on, on April 15th, we went up there and did our 
spring launch for our new sports bras. We we not only restocked, you know, our sold out Unity set, but um, and some of the larger sizes because those went fast. Um, they those sold out pretty quickly. But we also designed a new sports bra. So um, we launched that in Bikeland. So we just did that. So right now, honestly, we are just planning a lot of different things. I don't want to give out too much of like exactly what we're doing, but we want. Oh, come on, Kia. It's just me. It's just, it's just me and you here. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you have like millions of listeners. Oh, please. You know, maybe, maybe in about 10 years. The air forever. The people will be like, whatever you say, you were doing this, what happened to that? You know? So no, there's a lot of different projects and stuff going. Um, it's a lot of great things happening for us. You know, just a week ago, we did this little TikTok dance that Sierra created and uh, Nicole and I, so when I say we, I'm talking about Nicole and I, we, um, with the, some of the models at the bike balloon event, we got together and did the little TikTok dance and then posted it and tagged Sierra, which was great because she reposted the video on her story on Instagram. And it was like, oh yeah, it's like someone so to say us. Um, so that's great. I mean, it's just like little stuff has been happening. That's like, you know, really great in terms of being on social media, but yeah, we we don't have another collection that we're planning on launching right now. It's really um, working with a mentor, a business mentor, and just really focusing on how we can, you know, strategically grow the business. So we're kind of taking a, a small like, step back in terms of the designing process. Um, and just, we finally found this mentor that we love and she's volunteering her time to like help us, which has been great. <laughs> so I well, I can... there, it's, gonna, it's from there to us developing a team that we can have, you know, on a regular basis. Um, and then, yeah, the sky's well, blue. I can tell you what the next step is. Are, are you ready for this business consultation here? Oh, Ready yes, I this? am. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Okay. So here, here's what I've determined is what's next for your company. This is okay. my completely um, unsolicited, unwanted advice. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> a, men's, a men's line. Yes. I've been asking for a men's line forever. Listen, don't make me have to start wearing those, those uh, female leggings because I will. <laughs> <laughs> we need a men's line. <laughs> Mm, I Look see. Right. Absolutely. And a lot of people have said that for sure. And that's something that we've considered. We've definitely considered that. So I don't want to say that that's not <laughs> in the works. It just might not be anytime soon because we really want to make sure that, you know, we continue to create great pieces for women first, first. And then, you know, we probably have some, some additional pieces. I just have to say, you know, when people are thinking about, oh, I want to start a clothing line. Or, you know, I want to grow big. I want to have a store. I want to, you know, that's great. And I, you know, wish much success if, you know, you're a young entrepreneur and you're out here or young, old, what have you, and you're just now starting. Because there's people, obviously, they're 50s, 60s that are starting businesses that have new ideas. But one thing, one piece of advice, you really have to think about the manufacturing process. Um, if you're sewing your own clothes and you're selling them, great. You don't have to worry about that part. But if you are designing and you're using a manufacturer to mass produce your pieces, you have to really, there's a lot to consider. There's MOQ, you know, a lot of, it's a lot of money. So adding a men's line is, 
it's adding a lot <laughs> more inventory and more cost. But again, that's why we just want to make sure that we excel well in the women's market. Um, yeah. And yeah. then expand, you know what I mean? As soon as we get into a store, retail store, and we have the right people in place um, to be able to fund that, we for sure want to do, we want to do more and want to expand. And that's the goal. Well, I was only half, I was only half kidding, but, uh, you know, if you're doing well where you're at, you know, again, if it's not broke, don't fix it, you know? Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So now on top of all this, like I said, you're, you're also, you're also a mother. Uh, you're also a working mother. How do you balance everything? Like, how do you keep everything in balance? How do you give the attention that your business baby deserves? How do you Mm -hmm. give, um, your profession, the attention it deserves? How do you give your child the attention she deserves? And then how do you also maintain a social life and you just got engaged? Yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you balance everything? Or 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 mm-hmm. how are you learning to balance everything? Hmm. Do you want the honest truth? Yes. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not balancing <laughs> it. I'm actually falling apart. And uh no, I'm just kidding, I'm not falling apart. I'm definitely, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot. I mean, I, you know, I'm kidding, but at the same time, I'm, I'm honest. I'm tired. I am tired. I'm not really stressed out or anything like that because I'm excited about where the business is going. So it requires a lot, but I'm tired. I cannot lie. I'm, I'm like beyond tired. I'm like exhausted just because you're pulled in so many different directions that, and then you're, and then it's self-care Sunday. I mean, oh my gosh. It's like, we always are, I just feel like it's a, it's a lot to think about and a lot to do. So the way that I feel like I'm managing is first and foremost, it's prayer for me. It really is because I have to call on some type of higher power um, to help me, right? Because you can't really depend on others. You have to really, um, my belief is, you know, we call on a higher power, God, what have you. And then... I guess, you know, the most uh, practical thing is just making a schedule and trying to divide up my time between, you know, obviously when I'm at work, I'm at work. Um, I'm hope none of my coworkers are going to hear this or my bosses, but yes, (laughs) I do. I do Glamorina at work. I really do. I mean, I have to, I I can't save not every day all the time. Um, but Sometimes on my lunch break, I do glamoring. I'm allowed to have a little lunch break and a couple of <laughs> breaks, right? Someone's able to tell me that I can have a little breaks throughout the day. Um, and I use my breaks to answer emails and respond because, you know, you have to. Everything can't be wait. Because when I get home, I'm dinner. My focus when I get home from work, that nine to five. So when you get home, I need to get my daughter situated. That's my time with her. And, you know, so there's boundaries that would be the number three. So it's prayer and then scheduling. And then there's boundaries number three, because um, if someone's like, can I call you a certain time or can we meet? No, I'm able to easily now just say like, I can't do that. I actually can't talk to you at, you know, that time. That's my time with my daughter. That's my time that I need to take a deep breath. You know what I mean? That's my me time. So Definitely creating boundaries is is really, really important. You can't give you can't give from an empty cup. And I've always believed one thing that I've had to learn was that as an entrepreneur, actually, even if you're not an entrepreneur, one of the most powerful words 
that you can learn to say is no. Yep. Let's learn to say no. Yeah. Can you do this Absolutely. at this time? No, no, I can't. <laughs> nah. Right. With no explanation. With right. not even the guilt of like, you know, I can't because no, 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 my no. daughter I can't. when I'm at Period. home. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think I, a lot of people who are small business owners, and I don't want to sound sexist, but I hear it a lot from female entrepreneurs. They're, they tend to be very apologetic when it comes to their boundaries. And it's not healthy. If you have boundaries, it's okay to have those boundaries. And it's okay to not be everything for everyone. You only have so many right. hours in the day. You only have so much energy. And you have to appropriate that energy for the right people at the right times. Yeah. Yep. 100%. So I'm very happy that you were able to uh, <laughs> carve out some time for me tonight. Yeah. You know, it took a lot. It took a lot. I think we had a couple of reschedules, you know, but that's life. It's all good. And I know how it is. You know, I totally get it. You know, I totally get it. It's fine. So, <laughs> so now with you and your partner, you and Nicole, um, I've never met Nicole. Nicole is like mm -hmm. the very silent partner. I, I have never oh, seen no. her. I never, I, I never met her. So how do you guys, yeah. um, and I know how difficult it can be to work with a partner, but you guys seem to get along really well. How do you guys manage your partnership? Yeah. You know, it definitely, um, Nicole and I know each other from family. Um, so again, we you know, we met what, 2015, well, honestly, before then, um, our daughters are actually cousins. So through their father's side of the family. So, um, you know, when I, I had Glamouring as a blog, you know, again, before 2015, it was a blog for like a year and just the, you know, the actual domain name and Nicole was an artist and model and like, you know, just was doing a lot of things. And so I approached her about let's, you know, let's do something. Um, so that's kind of, again, where we started in terms of creation of like where Glimmering and really what was, what's going to be. Um, but you know, before then, a lot of people have thought that we were like best friends. We weren't, we didn't know each other that, that well. You know how you see, you know, some, you see someone during family get togethers or what have you, um, family members dating, you see, you know, that person's girlfriend or boyfriend. And, and when you see them, you're friendly and hi and cordial, but it's not like really had ever had real conversations. But as time went on, we did. And I, I, I talked to her about, hey, why don't we sell your shoes? She was painting shoes at the time. And I was like, why don't we sell your shoes on the site? And then it was like, no, let's do something bigger. Um, so anyway, when we got together, we just, you know, it, 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 it took a little time. I don't want to, I don't feel like it took a lot of time, um, but it did take some time for us to get comfortable with each other, like in terms of disagreeing. I mean, for, I think she probably feels the same way. Like, you know, you don't want, you want to stand up for, okay, like, I don't think we should do this pattern, but you don't want to hurt the, hurt the other person's feelings. She's shy. I'm shy. She doesn't think that I'm shy, but I'm a little shy too. So um, it took a little time for us to like really get comfortable with talking about a lot. And once you start a business with a partner, you have to, you know, intertwine a lot like of your lives, your time, a lot of things. If you if you are running late to a meeting or something, like she has to know, listen, like I'm dealing with my child and stuff's happening. You just have to really get comfortable with the person. So Nicole and I have just continued to develop our friendship and 
business relationship throughout these years. And I feel like we're in a really good balance. She is someone that really, um, I want to just like sometimes spend money and like, oh, we should buy that. And then we should. And she's very much like, okay, no, we need to focus on what's this. What do we need to buy later? What, what have you? She's really good at that. And we balance each other out, which is perfect. We, we are different and then similar. Um, her daughter is, I think she's 10, about to turn 11 in May. And my daughter is eight. So, you know, um, we just understand in terms of motherhood. And yeah, we just make it work. We balance each other out, make it work. We're trying to be honest. That's, that's yeah. the most important thing. That's the good thing to have is honesty. Um, I think one piece of advice that I got a long time ago from a business coach was in a partnership. The main thing you have to have is you have to be friends. Yeah, yeah, you actually you actually have to <laughs> like that person who you do a business with. If right. you don't like them, it's not going to work uh, because yeah. you're not going to trust them. If you can't trust them, you know, mm -hmm. what's the point of even being partners? Mm -hmm. So and you also have to be able to acknowledge your lane and their lane because you're both not going to be good at the same stuff. So I think it's good that you yep. guys um, kind of know where each of your wheelhouses are and it's um, and you let each other be in their in, in your own wheelhouses. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it's kind of like you have a captain and a co-captain and you can have a captain and a co-captain in every department uh, of your business. So if you have a captain who's got the final say on things, you still want to have uh, the input from from the co-captain, you know, but the captain right. will have the final say on certain things and it'll flip flop between things like one person might have the final say on accounting. One person might have the final say in design. One person might have right. the final say in marketing and the other person has to trust and respect that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely have had to, to divide up you know, the responsibilities and the different <laughs> parts, all the moving parts of, the, of running a business, you know, so that we're not both over exhausting ourselves trying to figure everything out. So yeah, it's a, it's definitely, well, it's just the two of us. So it's about balance. Um, it's just about balance for sure. And like you said, liking each other, trusting each other and, and, um, finding ways to, you know, agree to disagree. And it's, it is important to trust each other. I think it's also okay that when you first start, you're not, you're maybe not, as trusting, like you might not really super trust the person at first until some time, you know what I mean? I think that it can be developed in a way too, because like I said, it's not like we were family or grew up together. So when we first came together, we had to get to know each other, you know, we had to develop that friendship and stuff. I did trust though, though, that like she was a great cr creative person. I saw, you know, she was an artist, she is an artist. So I love that and I really wanted to include that part plus use this, you know, website that I had and merge it and let's, you know, let's do something. We both were just like had an entrepreneurship uh, or entrepreneurial mindset and really wanted to create something of our own. So, you know, you kind of have to have some things that align to each other. Yeah, definitely. Do you guys still hang out like, as friends? Do you guys just go to like happy hour or do you go on um, retreats together? Like, do you guys hang out just as friends outside of business? Oh, not really. 
Not really. I mean, birthday parties for our kids. <laughs> I would say if it's like kids related stuff, we yeah. have in the past. We have. I don't want to say that we've, we've never like hung out. We've, we definitely have gone out a couple of times in the past. What I found back then, it was like in the beginning, it was easier for us to maybe not do that, not hang out and be drinking and stuff. I just didn't want it to get all like clouded. It, in some ways, I feel like it's kind of been helpful that her and I weren't like the best friends um, starting and we can kind of keep our personal lives somewhat i don't want to say separate but it's just you know when we come together and we're having our discussions i don't i don't call nicole up on the phone like for advice or vice versa she doesn't like call me like hey girl what's going on like, that's not our relationship <laughs> that's not you know she has her girlfriends her best friend her sisters I, same for me i have my girlfriend's best friends um so it's not like that but business wise, it's it's like magic. So I, I don't, you know, I just don't want it to seem like, oh, you guys aren't any friends. It's not like that. You can have this business relationship, right? Like when you go to work. And then once you leave work, you don't have to go out with the people. <laughs> no, no, I, I can totally see. I know I can see where that would be beneficial. I think um it would be good to have some sort of distance, some sort of space between you. So everything isn't intertwined um yes. i think you do you feel like it makes it makes it easier to do business when you have kind of a a division of between your personal lives and your business lives do you find it easier yes. to do business yeah because i think you can probably be the best friends and try to keep your business separate from personal but i feel like that would be harder because <laughs> how would you i mean if you we're hanging out by the pool or whatever and having margaritas i i want to talk about business with her because <laughs> there's so much and no one wants to talk about business all day long like right it'll never end breaks. yes we need to separate from each other sometimes you mm. know um to be able to do stuff like do our thing recharge it cannot be business 24 7 and if we were hanging out going out i just feel like <laughs> I would keep talking to her about stuff. She probably, you know, same thing. We're like, why are we even out? Let's go back home and get on our laptops and let's like and do actual work. Yeah, let's do some work. Why are we out here? That's what. So okay, so listen. The most important thing right now is that uh, you recently got engaged. Mm, yes. Like, thank you. Uh, yeah. Like, how cool is that? Congratulations. Thank you. It's very cool. <laughs> no, no doubt. Now, you don't cool. have, you don't have to say his name, but yeah. um how'd you guys how'd you guys uh, how'd you guys meet? How'd you guys uh get involved? Um I didn't know we were talking about all of that. Nah. <laughs> listen, look, listen, listen, we go we're deep in this into joint. the love life. We go to the deep what end. Time is this over? Yeah. <laughs> don't don't worry about it. Then we're gonna go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, um, but that's, no, but that's cool though. Thank I'm glad you. I'm glad because um, I think a lot of times when you do have a supportive partner, it makes doing business a lot easier. Has he been very supportive? Yes, he has. He has helped me tremendously um, since meeting him. I met him back in, I think Layla was like one and a half. She's eight. I think she was maybe two. So, you know, six years ago. Um, wow. Yeah. And, you know, we've had like most relationships, ups and downs, obviously. So we had broke up a couple of times. We've dated other people, um, but we, we found our way back last April after, you know, some time. And um, yeah, he proposed to me in January, actually uh, on January 7th, which was 
is my late father's birthday. He did not oh, even wow. realize that. It was wow, crazy. that's ironic. It really is. I, I've kind of forgot about my father passed away when I was 13. Hmm. Um, so, um, you know, I kind of forgot. I, I remembered it was January 7th, but I just forgot about it until Facebook reminded me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot it's, it's my dad's birthday. And um, he proposed to me. It was a very, it was very surprising. Well, you know, we've talked about it. We're older. Yeah. We listen. I'm 37. <laughs> you know, he's a couple years older than me. So we're not like in our 20s or anything like that. We obviously were dating with intention, right? Right, exactly. Um, but it was still a surprise when he did it. And it was very sweet. And I cried and all the things. So, yeah, it's um, it's been very nice. Nice. Well, it's good. Well, I'm I'm really happy for you. I can Thank definitely you. I can definitely tell you're very happy about it. So good. I'm very happy for you. And um, I if I'm not invited to the wedding, I will be sneaking in. So don't worry. <laughs> and I, I'll be okay. I, I will be crashing the wedding Close location. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, listen. Um, I like to ask everyone before you before you leave, if the you know, one pressing question. Are you ready for this? One pressing question. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Who's the greatest of all time and why? Michael Jackson or Prince? Oh my gosh. Um This is the most important I'm, question that you're gonna answer right. in, in in the interview. I I okay, I'm going to go with Michael Jackson because I was not um a huge Prince fan. I respect everything Prince has, everything that he did in his lifetime. <laughs> I really do. All the music he created, all just the fashion, just everything he did for the movement. I, I love it. Um, but, you know, I grew up more on Michael Jackson. My dad loved Michael Jackson. Um, I don't know. I just have like a little connection with Michael Jackson. So I just have to choose him. I'm so sorry. I'm so okay. sorry. To all the- Next, Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston? <laughs> okay. Um, Whitney Houston, for sure. Okay. Last yeah. one, Chris Brown Usher. Oh, God. I'm going to say Chris Brown. <laughs> Chris Brown? Same. Yeah, and same reason with, like, Michael Jackson and Prince. Like, um, when Usher came out, I don't know. I like the songs. <laughs> it's just, like, I feel like everyone was just loving him. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I think it was the song. What was the song? You make me want to be the one with. Yeah, you make me want to be the one. I'm it with. was like yeah, exactly. leaving. You make me want to leave my girlfriend for you. Like I feel like I think that was the song. But I didn't like that, and I was mad at him, and everyone loved it. Make me want to be mad the at one. <laughs> and I was just like, come on, man. Do y'all know? He's, I'm pretty sure he's saying you make me want to leave my girlfriend for you. He said, at this point, the situation's out of control. Yeah. Okay, I never so meant always, to. Always, hey. <laughs> hey, listen, well, like where, where, like what's the best way to find out more information about Glamarina? Yeah, you can obviously go to our website, glamarina.com. That is G L A M O U R I N A, glamarina.com. Um, you can also go to any social media page, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You're everywhere. I think I named all of them. We're on all what? of them. You're, you're everywhere. At, in one handle, at Shop Glamorina. Shop Glamorina. That's it. Shop Glamorina. Keep, keep up to date for sure all, all, to all your listeners. 
you can follow us on the social media pages on our website, see like where we're going to be, what we're doing. You can subscribe to our email to keep up to date news. And it's a lot. Come on this train with us. <laughs> we're going on an amazing journey. Yeah. You're going on a fantastic journey. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what's he say? Who was that? That was, um, uh, who was the one that did that song? Fantastic journey. It was, um, he was a rapper. He did um, Gangster's Paradise. What was his name? Coolio. Yes, Coolio. That's it, Coolio. Yes, my man Coolio. Mm-hmm. All right, well, look, thank you for coming over. I appreciate it. And uh, we're going to do it again one day. Maybe we can get the Nicole on one day too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Chad. Right. I really appreciate it. This was fun. No problem. Hey, and of course, uh, thanks to everyone for tuning in today. Definitely go check out Glam Marina and be back here next week for another episode of Live, Love, and Hustle, where we tell the real human stories behind the entrepreneur's journey. Peace. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Life, Love, and Hustle. We appreciate you and your support more than you know. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone who could benefit from it. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook to continue the conversation and get exclusive access to even more content. We're grateful for your loyalty and we can't wait to see you hustle your way to success. We'll be here for you every step of the way.